centuries, mankind has been fascinated with realms outside of our conscious awareness. Through a series of interviews with practitioners, guest speakers, and experts, Liberate the podcast covers all that and more, from health and holistic healing to the supernatural. We aim to educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today we have a very interesting uh, topic and something that I've been very curious about. And so we're bringing on an expert in yoni eggs. Now we're going to get a little bit, maybe some people have heard of it, maybe some people haven't, but um, Juanita is an expert and also a teacher and coach um, mentoring people on the proper uses of yoni eggs and everything about it. And so really it's a pleasure to have her on today. So thank you Juanita for joining us and if you'd like to share a little bit about yourself. Thank you for having me. I, yeah, I love yoni eggs, and I really started becoming a yoni worshiper, so uh, I'll tell a little bit about how I got into the practice. Yeah, let's let's actually, like, even even before we get into the practice, just because, I mean, maybe some people, um, you know, are actually searching for this and finding this episode due to the topic, but there might be a lot of people that are just, you know interested and follow us and so that they might have never even heard what a yoni egg is. So let's start there. What is a yoni egg? Oh, okay. I'll start what a yoni egg is. So a yoni egg is a vaginal weight that is made of crystals, healing crystals. And that's about it. Yoni is a Sanskrit word that means the sacred temple, which basically translates into vagina. So all of us women have these sacred temples that we're sitting on every day. Nice. And I mean, I've definitely heard of, you know, there's there's different like yoni steams that you can do and yoni baths and different things like that. And they all have these different energetic properties for healing. And so you, you became interested in yoni eggs. Mm-hmm. Like, let, let's, let's, let's uh, kind of hear this story. <laughs> like, where did this come from? Yeah, so I've actually worked in the sex retail industry for about two years. So I had used Benoit balls, and lots of people have heard Kegel weights and Kegel muscles. Um, Kegel was a doctor, a man, who just named these muscles after him. So I prefer to use the term vaginal weights or vaginal muscles. Instead of the male chauvinistic term. Yeah, instead of the doctor who slapped his name on our vaginas. But every time I say vaginal muscles, people get really confused. And they'll say, I've heard of Kegel muscles or Kegel weights. So it's the same thing that we're talking about. I just prefer to use different terms. Um, uh, and this is quite common, like when women have babies, that uh, you know there there's exercises mm-hmm. to do that are actually like kind of prescribed to them or like recommended. Like okay, you do this so you can strengthen mm-hmm. those muscles and and whatnot. So okay, so you're you're in the sex uh, industry for a few years, uh, in and then you learn about all these other different types of tools and and uh, you try them out and then you say how did you stumble upon the eggs? Okay, so it was a random late night online search. I often go through rabbit holes that take me to 5 a.m. And I have been in recovery from sexual trauma from my childhood. And I've been in intense therapy and I was just online searching and I just came upon a website about yoni eggs and 
ancient Taoism and how these women use them and then further down the rabbit hole that women were using them now for recovery and uh, it led me to Rose Quartz which is known to be very about unconditional love and is known to help with trauma so I was like I need one I need to put a Rose Quartz inside me immediately um, so that was the, the emotional healing aspect of it I've always leaned towards the weightlifting aspect of it because just the practicality of strengthening your muscles. You go to a gym, you can mm -hmm. lift your arm all day, but when you add weight to that arm, it's going to increase your muscles. Mm -hmm. So that was the practicality aspect of it, then the healing aspect of it, and then just the beautiful ancestral healing of generations of females who have been doing this practice, and I felt so connected to my ancestors and to women all over the world, because women all over the world are still doing this, even though it's more of a new thing in our Western culture. Yeah. So it was like kind of three prong for me. I love that, and 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 it's interesting because you know like the healing aspect to it, mm -hmm. you know, uh, which leads me on a couple questions that I, I have is that you know when you were utilizing the ones that were for kegels or different things like that, and before they were were they more just round balls or mm -hmm. you know so is there something to do with the shape of an egg? versus a, a, a ball, you know? Well, it's interesting you say that. And then the, the weights I was using before also were made of metal, glass, silicone. So this... So all not, yeah. not good to be putting in you. Exactly. I mean, the glass not so bad because, I mean, that's just, you know, uh, electrocuted sand, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Melted down. Exactly. That, that, that's the most natural, natural of those three. Um, but the egg shape is kind of like the shape of a vagina. You know, our vagina is like an upside-down triangle. Uh -huh. And so that's kind of the shape of the egg too because when you insert the egg you actually insert the larger part up top so the point is facing down so also energetically as well it's, ah. it's the energy facing down too and besides the healing properties mm -hmm. do you feel that it worked better to strengthen your muscles with that shape oh totally Plus, the, so so why, yeah. why why didn't why, why didn't other companies get into like making them of that shape? You know, especially if this has been around for his. You know, like they just. You know, yeah. I think a lot of companies because I've worked in the retail industry for a while, it's about uh, a lot of them are like gimmicks. If you ever go into like an adult store yeah. and you see the whole uh, the whole wall of vibrators, it's like it's shaped like a whale. It's shaped like we don't really need those things, so people buy them because it's it's gimmicky. Um, I actually got really into the strengthening muscles because I sold a lot of these Kegel weights to women in their 50s and 60s because mm -hmm. this is really important I want to make sure I say is that women, all of our organs are held up by our pelvic floor muscles. So whether you have kids or you don't have kids, our skin starts to thin as we get older and that's why a lot of older women have problems with urine leakage. It can increase with having children but even women that haven't had children still can have problems with it. So we want to strengthen our muscles regardless if we're planning on having kids or not. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah, I've always only heard it like once somebody has a kid, then yeah. you, you know, but it's for everybody. And, mm -hmm. and it's not just for people that are 50, 60, right? No. You know? Oh no, this can... When, do, when yeah. do you think like people should start? I think now. <laughs> I think everyone should start now. Actually, I have an 18-year-old daughter that just came to visit, so wow, I turned Wow, you, you look amazing. 18-year-old daughter? <laughs> Thank you. I was very young. <laughs> 
Um, but I got her into it. And there's a beautiful traditional practice of sharing yoni eggs with your sisters or mother to daughter. So where, it's funny, my sister was just here over the summer and she asked me to get her one, but she wanted me to wear it for a while to infuse it with my energy. Oh, of course, I cleaned it before I gave it to her, but there's this tradition of passing down your eggs from mothers to daughters or from sisters to sisters or best friends to best friends. Interesting. Which kind of, you know, it... it it makes sense on my mind's just spinning in different directions is yeah. that there's there's a thing called ancestral trauma and ancestral healing that goes on that a lot of times what what is passed on from uh, generation to generation or across latitudinally across that you know like the sisters brothers and mm -hmm. stuff like that are actually a lineage of, of different things that need to be healed. And so that if one person is working on this healing, that that energy of that healing and what healing has occurred, that it's the, ne the next person maybe isn't starting over, but merely picking up. Oh, that's so beautiful. You know? That's so beautiful. That made me tear up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a yeah, there we have these these imprints that mm -hmm. happen, and you know it's 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 no coincidence that when you see certain patterns occur within within families and generations, and this isn't just about see monkey do monkey, you know, kind of syndrome. Because even mm -hmm. in um, children that were adopted and then they meet their birth parents again, the same type of of types of influences or overcoming of difficulties or challenges in their life are evident among you know, their parents and their offspring, even though that they didn't even uh, share that influence of uh, the nature of bringing it up, bringing That's them so up. so true, because my daughter was also adopted, so we had an open adoption. So I've been in her life throughout her life, but she's adopted, and it's been very interesting to see her grow and see what she's taken on from me, even though we've never lived in the same house. See, so it's, it's so that feeling yeah. that, that 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 healing and those things like that, we pass on a lot more on an energetic f uh, frequency than just merely our DNA. You know, a lot more stored within those dynamics. So that that's yeah. that's really great. So let's let's talk yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. more about more about the eggs. <laughs> okay, so so how long have you been? Um, well, you don't have to say like how, like how long, but I mean, how long does it take? for somebody to notice a change? Oh, uh, with I would say three to six months. So I've always had a very long period, people like seven to eight day cycle, and people have always said, that's way too long. And I was like, that's just the way it's always been with me. But as I talked to more like healing practitioners, they were like, really, you should only be about five days. And when I started using the yoni eggs, now I have been practicing vaginal weight lifting with these other uh, tools before but once I started using the eggs I started a new moon practice because one of the practices you can observe with using yoni eggs is not using them on the new moon and the day before and the day after the new moon as well. Mm. Once I started observing that practice and using and I use my yoni eggs daily unless I am on my cycle or the new moon uh, my period is now a solid five days and it's completely regulated. I would shift sometimes when you're around certain women, how yeah. they can be off a day or two. I'm, I've now become the leader of the pack. Wow. So that's been really interesting that the day that I, my cycle is supposed to start, it starts that day. And it, it's done in five days. And that was something that I never thought would change for me. I just thought this is how my body processes my cycle. Wow. And that was within a, just a six-month span. Well, I mean, you're taking back your power, mm -hmm. and you're taking back your strength, and in it, 
You know, I mean, think about, you know, the person that goes to the gym all the time. They're not going to be the scrawny kid anymore, <laughs> right? They're, they're going to have a little bit more, you know, pack mentality, a little bit more leadership, right? It, it, just because they're pure, purely stronger, you know? And so uh, on some level, that's what's happening within you, you know, or with mm-hmm. anybody that I'm sure, like, you know. And, and so then you became the leader of the group. <laughs> And then it's really nice, too, because speaking of power, just walking around with something healing inside you adds, like, something different to your step. Yeah. There's just this, like, inner strength that you have of, of, and especially because I always tell people, I lead free conference calls every week. I'll tell the information later. Um, But women, I've talked to women all over the world and all over the country for the last six to eight months, and it's just so powerful um, the different intentions we set because I lead them at the very end of the phone call setting intention we do yoni breathing together so it's almost like a remembrance too if I set out to say like today I'm going to be grounded and every time I meet my I find myself in a situation where I could be thrown off my balance and I remember what's inside me and I remember my intention it just mm-hmm. brings me back home immediately that's been so powerful for wow. me. A very strong anchor. Yeah. You know, like, Great word, anchor, yes. yeah. Yeah, you know, a lot of people will do, like, something where they put, like, a hair tie or a rubber band on their wrists, and they, you know, if some something gets off kilter as far as their attention for the day, they have to change it or flick it, and so they're remembered mm-hmm. to stand on. And so, in a way, it's you're creating this really solid intention, and you're saying, this is what I'm standing for today in my life. Mm-hmm. And you have that, you know, so so I got to ask, do you yeah. feel it then inside of you through the day? Um, yes and no. When I first started my practice, uh, it was a lot of just uh, consciousness about keeping it in. So it was okay. like the large one, not so much. It's funny, a lot of people are very weary about when I say the large one because they think, oh, I don't want that big stone in me. It's going to stretch me out or it's going to fall out. And actually the large one stays in the easiest for beginners. It's larger. Our muscles can contain it. Um, and so I don't really feel that one throughout the day. Uh, sometimes when you first start your practice, if you sneeze, if you laugh really hard, it, you can feel it start to shift or shoot out. That happened before. <laughs> but you don't. And I talked to so many people who are like, I really thought that I would like feel it in all day. Now, I do coach on different types of exercises you can do within you too. Mm-hmm. where you squeeze your muscles, let go of your muscles, just kind of like with weightlifting, yeah. and you try to move the yoni egg up inside and down inside, and that takes a little more advanced practice. Okay. But there is, but just walking around throughout the day, you don't just feel it inside you. It just kind of becomes one with you, honestly. In, in the bigger one, you feel less than the smaller one. It's interesting. Until you become a more advanced practitioner, because the smaller one takes a lot more tighter muscles to hold the small uh, one in. Gotcha. So at first, when you first transition from large to medium, medium to small, you'll feel it. But now I'll wear two mediums, I'll wear a large and a small, I switch them up depending. Oh, so you can put two in at a time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And what about, like, I mean, has anybody ever had an issue of it getting stuck? So that is... Because, I mean, I'm hearing you say, you yeah. push it up, push it up, push it yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting because um, I've had people ask me that. I haven't actually had someone have it stuck, but people are fearful that it will get stuck before they start their practice. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do come in drilled and undrilled because you can add a string just for easy release in case anybody's worried about it. Um, but they don't. They, they don't get stuck. I say if you don't feel it's coming out exactly when you want to, you can do... a 
a yoga squat is what I call it. It's kind of as if we were peeing in the woods where you separate your legs and bend down and just let it release. If you do go to the bathroom and push a, a bowel movement, it's coming out because it's okay. almost the same muscles as giving birth. Okay. There's no way that it's staying in. But some okay. women don't have bowel movement every day, so that worries them. Also tell them, too, that when you get fearful and you have doubt that it's not going to come out, your muscles automatically contract. So it's keeping it in there. So mentally you are tightening it. I always say the eggs are autonomous, so it's not that the egg is stuck, but we're holding our muscles, so we're stuck. What is it inside of us that's stuck that won't let this egg release? Uh, I, also I tell, like the metaphor for that. Yeah, and I tell people to lay down on the bed, put a warm washcloth right over your womb, and just massage and just relax and breathe. Hmm. And you, our our vaginal canal is, you know, it, there is an end point, so it's not like it can yeah. go deep inside our body and never release. It will come out. <laughs> um, now, you, you, uh, kind of a little side note on, on yeah. what you're saying there so you're saying you know anytime you have like a bowel movement and it comes out does that mean that you have to take it out before you have a bowel movement if you can if you can so if, if i know i'm feeling the pressure of a bowel movement i'll i'll take my egg out first okay or sometimes when i just sit on the toilet it's starting to come out on its own so i'll just put my hand under there now beginner practice practice practitioners uh the Eggs will probably come out a lot when you just urinate as well. Okay. So I always tell people, try to take it out first. If it can't catch it, sometimes it will fall on the toilet. As you get better and better, you can go to the bathroom and keep it in at the same time. Okay. Uh, for urinating. Um, there, But I tell people to catch it. I dropped mine in the toilet several times at the very <laughs> beginning, and it's very gross to reach your hand in. Get it out. So I say take it out first, but you simply clean it afterwards. <laughs> okay. And in, 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 in uncleanliness, you know, um, I know like with regular crystals and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it's really good to, you know, clear their energy yes. because they're uh, these little sponges absorbing different aspects, you know, mm -hmm. of us. And so do you recommend like a, a certain ritual for cleansing, like saging, soaking in salt water, something, something of that sort? Yeah, so many, and so many women that I've talked to have their own practices, so I've picked up a lot of people's practices too, which I really enjoy. So when you get your first yoni egg, I would suggest cleaning it, physically cleaning it. I do a vinegar water, and I also add a, a boiling water. So you boil water, add a little bit of vinegar, I add a little bit of rose water and tea tree oil to it too, then I pour it in a bowl. Jade is, we always recommend people start with jade, that's more the beginner stone, it's the most hardiest of stones, if you drop it it's not going to break. It can take very hot water. The quartz family, clear quartz, rose quartz, can fracture very easily, mm -hmm. and so we say wait till that boiling water cools down a little bit and before you dunk your yoni egg in it, you just don't want it to splinter. Even when washing it just under a faucet, you don't want too cold water, too hot water. That's like the, just the cleaning process of any germs that can be on your yoni egg. And then clearing it of the energy, yes, I sage it. I have now put my little rose vinegar water in a little spray bottle well, so as well. So I'll spray it, I'll sage it, and then I always put it out during the new moon. Okay. You can also, I don't recommend this for the quartz because the quartz are a little more porous than some of the other stones, but a lot of people will put their yoni eggs in a plant when they're not using them hmm for like the the earth energy content. yeah yeah and I, I think that practice is so beautiful and I feel like the yoni egg and the plant are sharing their energy together yeah 
Now, on the fracturing kind of aspect, mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes when people have a lot of healing to do, mm -hmm. uh, the you'll see this happen where, you know, uh, especially within quartz, rose quartz, amethyst, for things like that, that the stones just break when they can't absorb energy anymore. Has that ever happened to, to somebody? Like, no, I've never heard that happen from my mentors and other women that I've coached or myself. I don't, I always, so I wear rose quartz and obsidian when I go to therapy. And every time I go, I come home and I sage them because I know that they've absorbed so much of my emotional energy during that time but I've never had anybody um, have that problem mm -hmm. I, you know it might not be quite as common since I'm guessing that a lot of times people are more frequent to rinse it off underwater mm -hmm. you know every day you know like when they're yeah. it off. so maybe it's getting that that at least that ionic cleansing mm -hmm. which helps remove some of the negative energy and absorption but you know that would be one of my my things is I've seen crystals like especially in healings and things like that, you're working with somebody, you have a healing wand, and it just, oh and it explodes, <laughs> you know, like, just because it can't handle it anymore, it's, it's absorbed so much that it's not, you know, but I guess if you're constantly spraying it with rose and, and, um, and vinegar, rose is automatically herb energy mm -hmm. and healer, and, you know, raises that vibration, so... Yeah, I was just uh, yeah, wondering. And I'm, I'm curious, too, that you bring that up, if there is just also because we're putting it in such a sacred healing place as well, that if our bodies are protecting it a little bit, too. Yeah. Like, I wonder if it would, if it, if it did happen, if it would happen after it's out. Mm -hmm. That's know? exactly what I was thinking. You know, like... That our body kind of protects it with its energy, and then once it expels... Yeah. It's like, it, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done, too. See, it's done, like, in half. <laughs> Oh, man, good times. Well, you know, like, I, there's just so much to learn about this, but let's, uh, you know, maybe that we'll continue and, and take, like, uh, some additional kind of feedback from people when, when you're listening about what more you would like to hear about Yoni Eggs, but where can, where can they find out more information? I mean, you coach people all over the world, so you're definitely yeah. accessible, whether it's, uh, you know, through... Your, your website, Skype, mm -hmm. different calls, you can make it where you can help and heal and be of a, a, an export and a mentor to anybody in the world. So your locale doesn't matter, know that. It can, you know, so where can they find you so they can get in contact with you? Yes, so I have a Facebook page so I can just immediately interact with everyone. It's LA Creatrix Divine, and Creatrix is C-R-E-A-T-R-I-X divine that's just a, a public space for us to talk on Facebook and this is one of my favorite things to do I always tell people no questions a stupid question there's no small question I obviously am around men a lot every day uh, as we all are in a mixed community and I don't get to talk about yonis as much as I want to every day so I love when I can have these phone calls or love when I can talk to people online on the Facebook page, you'll see I have a free Yoni Egg conference call every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Anybody who has bought a new egg or is just interested in the practice and hasn't bought any yet, or if you're an expert user, you can just jump on the call. The phone number is listed on the Facebook page, and we just talk for about an hour, and I lead people through the practice of most of the common questions, common practice. Uh, there's a whole section of vaginal reflexology 
that I get into. And then we end the call with Yoni breathing, which is my favorite part. And we usually have about five or six women on the call, Yoni breathing together. And it's magical and it's powerful. Nice, amazing. And all of uh, her eggs are certified. And so what that means is that, you know, a lot of what gets thrown into the marketplace nowadays is, is fake crystals posed to be crystals, you know, and maybe they're dyed or different things like that that can be toxic and not natural. And so, you know, it's, a, it's really about, you know, uh, allowing the real earth-made energy and natural crystal energy that um, be be a part of this healing process and so that's one thing see I mean you might find other yoni eggs on the on the internet when you search but just you know like whether you're buying them from Juanita through us we'll carry her, her eggs at the store here or um, you're trying to buy some from somebody else just make sure that they are certified you just don't want to be messing around with that that's part of the process of why you're using the yoni eggs versus those other kind of kegel type balls and things that you can <laughs> buy at at the at, at different adult stores you know um especially jade i want to throw that out there jade is probably the number one knockoff that people are dying or calling a different kind of jade so jade is the most important one. So please do your research wherever you buy your yoni eggs from. Awesome. Well, thank you so much thank for joining so much. us. And I hope everybody enjoyed. If you did enjoy this episode, you know, all that we ask is that, you know, leave us a review, especially if you're listening on iTunes. Part of the whole process with other people being able to find us is having reviews. So leave a five-star review. We'd love that. If not, you can leave whatever you feel. But the more reviews that we have, the more searchable we are. And so find us on there. You can also find more of our episodes on iTunes. You can find it on Podbean at um, Liberate the Podcast. And of course, on our website under the podcast uh, section, you can find all other episodes. Join us next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.